welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to have an encounter with the Word of God as you listen to this message preached by Episcopal Sister Joy Philippe Bruce. Sister Joy is a daughter of Bishop Doug Heward Mills and currently pastors the Ayediasi branch of the First Love Church, a thriving church with young energetic people full of first love for the Lord. She's also a Macarius minister under the Doug Heward Mills Ministry Office and travels extensively holding pastors' conferences, taking the books of Bishop Doug Heward Mills to the nations. We believe this message will empower, equip, and give you direction for your life. Now listen to Sister Joy Philippe Bruce. an international sin <laughs> an international situation an international problem amen the truth is often not pleasant and when you're hearing an unpleasant truth often you get angry have you ever had a friend who has body odor you <laughs> smell have you noticed how difficult it was to tell them that? And then when you tell the person that, eh, please, eh, you know, are you here? Or maybe you were the one they told that, you know. Then you get angry. But you see, whether you get angry or not, you are smelling. <laughs> so it's better not to get angry. Are you there? I mean, if you're a girl, you say, I'm not angry, I'm just hurt. Please, don't, don't, don't. It's word salad, word salad, word salad. Don't get angry. Just correct it. Just sort it out, amen? And today's message is one of those. Sometimes some of the things that make you most angry are the things that God is actually pressing on. Now, if you are in church, I know that it's not everybody who is a young person. You have a daughter, you have a son, you have a sister. This message is for them as well. So don't listen and say, oh, I've passed the stage. First of all, you'll be surprised that you haven't passed the stage. And secondly, you discover that you need what is here to help them. Are you with me? Let's pray. Father, thank you for another Sunday, another time to share your word. I pray for a special grace for today. I pray, Lord, that our hearts will not be hard. I pray, Lord, that we'll be able to hear the truth. And I pray that as we hear the truth, it will be mixed with grace and also mixed with faith so that we can swallow it and we can make the changes that we need to change. I submit myself to you. And I pray, Lord, that your will alone will be done in this house. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Well, this afternoon, it's my pleasure to announce my topic. I'll be talking about the danger of fornication. I noticed, <laughs> I noticed as I even checked different versions of the Bible that even the translators of the Bible, some of them, they are afraid to use the word fornication. And then they turn it and make it a little softer and say sexual immorality or impurity, you know, something that you can easily dodge and say, I'm not inside. Because if I come here this afternoon and say, oh, some immorality, you say, oh, it's not immoral because I like the guy. So that's why I've stayed with the tried and true old word. You can't change it. The word fornication. Anytime I find myself, you see, I'm talking to young people. And I've been a pastor of young people for a while. And that's why I don't need to sit down and have a one-on-one -on -one with you to tell you that as we sit here, Bible-believing, tongue-speaking, Bible-thumping, demon-casting out people who scream in tongues, about 80% of you, 90% of you, 95% of you, 98% of you, you're right here. So stop putting on that innocent face. You ain't fooling anybody. Hey! <laughs> Are you here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And excuse me, young lady, don't tell me that he raped you, okay? No, don't come there. No, no. Hold on. It is not that rape doesn't exist. It does. It does. And it is wrong. It will always be wrong. But you see, when you go and sleep, eh, and then you leave the gates to your house open, 
Then you open the front door. Then you open the windows. You lock the dog in the cage. When a thief comes in, he has still stolen and he is wrong. But you are also a fool. Are you, are you understanding me? It's a hard truth. You got up, you went to sleep in his room. Are you crazy? Okay, please, I'm getting ahead of myself. Let, let me stay with the scripture. Hey, you wore his t shirt to sleep. Please. Uh, uh, uh. Sit down, sit down. We are reading the scripture. I mean, I mean, how silly can you get? But let me come back to the scripture. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. <laughs> Push your neighbor and say, neighbor, it's your matter they are talking today. <laughs> hey! <laughs> University students, in Kwasi Atsem. Hey! Mm. Please let me read the scripture. Some of you, quiet. Some of you do not know what the Bible has to say. So let's go into the Bible. First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 15 to 20. I'm reading in the King James Version. Know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them the members of a harlot? God forbid. What? Know you not that he who is joined to a harlot is one body? For two, saith he, shall be one, one flesh. But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body. But he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. What? Know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, which you have of God, and you are not your own? For you were bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. I'm reading the same scripture in the New King James Bible, where it's a little more in everyday English. Don't you realize that your bodies are actually parts of Christ? Should a man take his body, which is part of Christ, and join it to a prostitute? Never! And don't you realize that if a man joins himself to a prostitute, he becomes one body with her? For the scriptures say the two are united into one. But the person who is joined in the Lord is one spirit with him. So run from sexual sin. No other sin so clearly affects the body as this one does. For sexual immorality is a sin against your own body. Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself. For God bought you with a high price. So you must honor God with your body wow are you there you see the world has done what it wants to do but in the church we speak the truth and so this morning I'm sharing with you the physical dangers that you can see around and if you have eyes you will see already and then I will that one I will just go through quickly because if you have eyes and you have sense you can see and then I will spend a little more time on the spiritual dangers which are not so necessarily so obvious to the eye. People say things like, oh, oh, you're asking, what is fornication? Sleeping with somebody you're not married to. It's very simple. Yeah, you're not married. Very simple. I don't need to give you complex words. Sleeping with somebody you're not married to. So if you are married and you are sleeping with somebody you're not married to, the only that they call that one adultery is the same sin. Uh-huh. Somebody that you are not married to. Oh, but pastor, I love him. How can it be wrong? Hey, I love my dog. I don't eat from the same plate with it. Ah. What do you mean you love him? You wait, 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 wait. You are trying to let me get ahead of myself in the message. But you see, let us look. Oh, Pastor Shong, your seat is waiting for you. Just come. <laughs> Some of you, he's just coming from 5 p.m. duty, no break into church. The next time you are a little tired, wash your face. Tinika, you are shocked. You are on the same road. In a few <laughs> it's nice to see you in church. Amen. 
Are you here? But I need to share this word with you to save your life. First of all, let us look at the obvious things. So obvious, but the world doesn't want to see them. And you need to know that when the world doesn't want to see something, it just says a lot of things. The Lord said, if you're not married, don't sleep with a person. But what happens? Unwanted pregnancies? <laughs> What kills me is that when they don't want to do the pregnancy, then they do abortion. They call it choice. I, I don't want to go into that one because I want to ask what about all the other choices of things you could have done without that one? So many other choices. Why is it that one that's the choice? Are you there? Some of you have borne the scars of being unwanted children. Yeah. When they had you out of time and then they pass you from relative to relative. So you don't even need me. Your life is a preaching. Your life is a message. Your difficulty is a message. Your tears are a message. Your pain is a message. And as a pastor, I have held some of them in my arms as they cried. Some, their whole life, they have become some way. Africa, we have suffered from some leaders. You wonder if they are mad. When you check, many are products of an unwanted pregnancy. That was the beginning of their pain. They had nowhere to send it and they grew up bitter. And in that bitterness, the enemy got a chance. And others suffered. We don't need to say so much. If your eye tears small, you see it. Are you there? Yeah. I've had others. After they got married, the babies weren't coming. You know, some people, the babies don't come because of other things. But some, it's a direct result of things that happened as a result of fornication and abortion. The ones that kill me these days, you go and sleep. When you finish having sex, then you go and drink morning after pill. Okay, you are using the morning after pill as your, as your means of contraception. Are you crazy? <laughs> it wasn't meant for that. Fornication has broke, broken so many marriages, the devil has no work to do. Yeah. Some of you, you are there, you have seen the pain of one parent or the other as the other one has gone sleeping with somebody else. I, I don't need to beat the point. But I want to say to you that if you are a victim of this, say to yourself, never. I will, I will not do this, never. I, won't, I will not allow another person to suffer the pain I have had as a result of somebody's fornication. Are you in the church? So, allow me to spend my time on the spiritual dangers. Because that's the one that you don't easily see. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 6.15 that the two become one. So today, I'm going to get some people to help me to act up here, you know. It makes life easy. It makes life easy. I'm going to select five guys. I have some five nice guys here. One, two, three, four, five. Just come. Um, Kapri, can I have my things? Just count five and bring them. Excuse me as I give them the plot, okay? Okay, our plot, I mean, our plot is working. It's working, it's working. All right. Wawuzi <laughs> wawu. Hey. Charlie. All right, okay. Nice, 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 nice. Charlie. <laughs> Great. Good. Now, when you go visiting your friend and for fun you sleep with him, when you get up the next morning and you're going away, nobody knows. When you've been in a relationship for a while and you've been sleeping together, we do as if we don't know. We're just too tired to say much. <laughs> Are you here? But today I need to show you the spiritual consequences of that. 
So I need a young lady who is not so shy, doesn't mind being as acting. Thank you, scholar. Please come. You're not shy. God bless you. That's why you should be a film star. And about please, she's an honorable Bacenta leader. You will notice some people right wearing the B is a mark of honor in this church. Uh-huh. Okay, so only for the purposes of this illustration. One day, this nice girl decided that, well, as a 16-year-old, I mean, the brother, yeah, they're going together. Just stand where you are. When at 16 years old, you have a relationship, it's not really going to go far. But you say the hormones are working. It cannot be bad. <laughs> but after a while, you're going to grow up. And you're going to break away. So, after a while, they broke up. She cried small. But after a while, since she's such a nice young lady, it didn't chair, it didn't chair, and another brother. Another brother came a little close. And she was saying to herself, I'll even let it pain him for him to see that he's nobody. Things progressed very fast. And she said, look, forget the Bible that says what, what, what. This one is true love. It's true love. It's true love. I mean, we'll get married one day. So, I mean, we can already, we can do it now, cry. We don't really have to wait. No problem. But again, something. Something happened. Something happened. You are still crying over the one that happened three years ago. And before we knew what it was, this one too said, it's no use. It's not working. And he also left and went. She said, ah, what has happened to me? By this time, she was a little bit, she said, they won't take me for granted again. <laughs> this time, I'm in possession of my life. I mean, after all, I can do what I want. What is a man? My body is my body. If I feel like sleeping a guy, I'll sleep with a guy. So one day, one day, one day, a certain guy also came. And she said, well, why not? Since we have already gone with one, gone with two, it's no problem to go with three. As for three, he didn't even spend time to talk a lot. It was all just action. But who are many of us know that when you are eating from the same bowl of soup, after a while you get tired of that bowl of soup and you decide that I don't want to eat that soup anymore. And so with time he decided that I mean, uh, uh. Hey, life is becoming very serious. She had now come to KNUSC University and she met this guy. First year girl searching and juicy. It was the October rush. And the guy had been waiting. It's he was waiting, waiting. Knew that he would get some juicy meat. She thought he meant everywhere though. She didn't know that the raps had been planned in the house even before he saw her. Before long. Things were going on. Things were going on. But how many of you know that October rush leads to November rush? By the end of October, he had decided that, look, uh, I, 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 I gotta go. I gotta go. I thought I liked you, but I can see that you are not the one. Are you getting the drift? We are laughing, eh, by somebody's story. Years passed. She's now mature. 20 something years old and it's time to get married she meets another guy this one it looks like things are a little serious things are going well eventually they get married but when they marry in fact even before the well done the well I mean, things will knock things and they will wonder what is it that is going on. Let me show you something. Gentlemen, please come this way so that those on the other side can see. And you guys, come a little closer here for me. Please don't tease them about this after. It's not, we are laughing, but it's not a joke, okay? Listen. 
every time she went with a guy, the Bible says you become one. As he was going, he left a piece of himself there. Are you there? The next one who was going left another piece. This one too who was going left another piece. Each of them left a piece of themselves with her. And each of them was minus something after her. One, two, three, four ladies come. So, what now happens? I'm talking about to you about what happens in the spirit. This one is now trying to marry, but she's now marrying somebody who should have had something, but doesn't have it. And then this one is marrying somebody, but again, she's marrying somebody who should have had something that would have made this, but he doesn't have it. He left it. This one is marrying somebody. It should have been good all the way. It's working, but there's a deficiency. Because he could have had something, but he's left it somewhere. Same story with this one. And she? She's also met somebody and married somebody. But now she's carrying four loads she should not have had. She's carrying four things that should not have been there. So as now they are trying to straighten it up and say, oh, we're going to be sober. I mean, we're going to... But you see, sometimes he's just being a normal friend and then something just comes from somewhere and... And it's like, ah! What was that? Something in here that should not have been there. But it was there. Every time you joined yourself to somebody who was not your husband or your wife, you became one with that person. And every time you moved on in your life, the person left something with you or the person went away without something. Sometimes it is an evil spirit. Some of you can testify that after an encounter with one particular person, your life was never the same again. Some of you can testify that there are things in your life that don't make sense. Yeah. Keep laughing. I hope that you don't stand to regret it tomorrow. Yeah. In this church, I'm not afraid of any of you. It's only that I need to see. That's why I'm up here. I would have stood right there and told you to your face. Yeah. The foolishness is enough. You are jumping from bed to bed. You call yourself a blow man. You're just a goat. I'm reading scripture. Oh yeah, I'm very serious about what I'm saying because when you finish, you see, you must open your eyes and look. Can you not see that in the so-called liberal nations that have no barrier, that have no stop, that don't fear God, that the whole, only what I want, me, my, and I, I can sleep with who I want, when I want, where I want, how often I want, whichever way I want. Tell me what quality of life they have. And it's equal, equal to exactly zero. Everything physical they have, spiritual, total barrenness, so much depression they'll come and tell you you know depression is a disease what disease it's an evil spirit excuse me it's a devil hey, what do you mean by it's a devil you see it's uh, please that's why god made me go to school before i came to stand on this stage uh-huh. i used to wonder why i went to school after i could have just come to stand to preach then i realized that it's because of you when your things come uh-huh. I'm reading Revelation chapter 18. Are you becoming sober? Today I prayed a prayer. My prayer was that the fear of God and a holy fear will enter you to the extent that you will repent of what you have done before. And the next one, you will slap the guy out of your room. Yeah. The next one, you turn the hair. You are coming again. To come and leave another something that would disturb my life to come on. How 
have you not noticed that the scripture says flee fornication don't argue with it don't coax it don't pamper it don't reason with it don't try to stand it you can't stand it hey oh but it is very difficult hey the difficulty of not fornicating is nothing compared to the difficulty that comes from disobeying God Eh? What kind of judgmental? Be, be quiet. Don't let me find you. What kind of generation is this? When you speak the truth, they call it hate speech. Mm. We can't speak the truth because it's like, eh, it's hatred. What is hatred? Your hair is not nice. It's hatred. Ah. <laughs> Your dress doesn't fit you. It is hatred. You'll be this girl giving us word salad, making up words as we go along. <laughs> Let's go to the Bible, Revelation 18. I'm going there. An angel was speaking from verse 2. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and has become the habitation of devils, and the hold of every foul spirit, and the cage of every unclean and hateful bed. Why? Because of verse 3. For all nations have drunk the wine of the wrath of her fornication, and the kings of the earth have forgotten have committed fornication with her. Are you there? Some of you, but for today, you would have entered a marriage that would become a bad marriage. Why? Because of a spirit that you are carrying. That's why you shouldn't joke with today's word. Today's word is coming for you to say that this is the end whether you be woman or man i have heard some arrogant young people oh you know it's for all you color people the word of god there is color it, it, it is outmoded it is outdated you know we are in the 21st century you know this is the generation of the ipad and the ipod and the i this and the i that don't bring yourself we know life well we knew life before you yeah and after life has finished all its nonsense as pastors we are there to pick up the pieces many years ago a young lady. I went to her, the town where her university was. She was a church member. When I went, she asked me for a lift back home and I gave her the lift. And as we sat in the car, she said, well, I've not been well for a while. As we sat in the car, I saw her neck from here. Shingles. The HIV epidemic was just about releasing itself so when I saw it I told her and I told the pastor who was directly in charge of her this young lady has to do the HIV test hey. Hey. she insulted us with words eh? hey Jai. it's only that my pastor I can't say it from here what descriptions and then she left the church. Then I remembered another young lady who had told me that she and that girl had shared the same guy. So, <laughs> I thought you said you are bent. I thought you said you are modern. Uh, so, when this second young lady also began to have all these indeterminate symptoms, I said to her, let's go do a test. Unlike the other one, she was a little wiser. I said, I'll go with you. Hey, have you ever gone to do HIV test before? I tell you, if you have not even slept with a guy before, you should... Hey! Hey! Fearsome! I tell you, it wasn't a joke. As I went with her, <laughs> are you there we did the test it was positive 
So, <laughs> I told this young lady, come, we'll just look after you. By the grace of God, the antiretrovirals had started to come and were able to put her on the program. She's alive up to today. But the other one who sent us insults, she sent, I mean, she finished all of us. My husband, myself, her current pastor and his wife finished all of them. All of us finished us and left the church. We were there one day when we got an urgent summons from her mother. She's dying. She says that we should call you. So, went to the house. When we got there, she was lying stark naked, a bag of bones on her mother's bed. And the younger pastor who was with us asked her mother, give me a cloth. And he put the cloth around her and he picked her up from the bed, took her and we went to the hospital. By the grace of God, they rescued her life. She's still alive today. But when you want to talk to me and tell me, oh, it is past, that's why my things come. Because maybe you haven't opened your eyes and watched your church member die in front of you from foolishness and disobedience. And when you say this is hate speech, if it is hate speech that will bring sense into your head, allow us to hate. <laughs> allow us. Because you were not there when we began to bury them. Oh, Pastor, you know, nowadays, antiretrovirus have come. Antiretrovirus have come. But listen, for every one that you solve, another one comes. Some of you as you are sitting here, depression. Since you came to school, you have thought of killing yourself how many times? You have not told your friends, so they think you are very cool. You have not told them that in the night you've been sending me text. <laughs> oh, yeah. I get the text. You know, the most exciting part about maybe some of the texts is that they come without a name. And I'll say, 2 o'clock in the morning. Hey, please, what time in the morning? Like 2 a.m. thereabouts. Yeah. 2 o'clock in the morning. Anonymous. Please. I'm so unhappy. My life is finished. I want to say, so that is why some righteous anger comes over me when I see you flaunting the word of God so openly and saying that oh it won't happen to me you know you yeah look at it look at how many lives affected by just a joke and in case you think it is only drama up until today 2018 it still brings disgrace do you know that there was a man called Straskan he was the head of the IMF. Very powerful man. People will shake as he's passing. Powerful man. One day he was in a hotel, he stretched his hand to collect something that was not his. Mm. That's it. That's it. The, you see, up till now, we don't know the truth of the story. We don't know whether the lady, he didn't pay her enough and she decided to complain is that's what I'm saying. That's how they rape. You know, we are not sure. You know, this was one of the uh -huh, because it went to court, and before we are aware, it came out of court. But by that time, this man had gone. He was going to his flight when the Americans caught him. And like Ghana, you can't bribe your way. So we were there when he appears on TVO. Head of IMF. Immediate respectable man earmarked to be the possible next prime, uh, president or prime minister of France. Hey, they have put his hands in handcuffs. Whether it's true or not, we don't even know. Shown him all over the globe. Me, I didn't know any stress can until that day. <laughs> hey, disgrace. You have gone to chase another woman's, another man's uh, wife. <laughs> Are you here? Up till today, in this so-called liberal world, they should have said it's okay. He should have said it's all right. He lost his job. He lost his standing. He, you see, even though eventually the case, nothing came out of it. The man had already been brought to nothing. Tell me that it's nothing. Tell me it's nothing. It is something. It is something. You can stand there and shout and say, it is not wrong, it is not wrong, it is not wrong. But the truth will out. What is wrong is wrong. There's no two ways about it. And so today I'm preaching to you and I'm speaking to you. I thank God for the grace of God. The Bible says if any man sin, he has an advocate with the Father. Some of you need a lawyer today. You need Jesus. 
You need first repentance. Lord Jesus, forgive me. I didn't know. By the way, ignorance of the law is no excuse. If you stand there and say, I didn't know that when she drinks the water, she would die. She has died. <laughs> hey. Are you in the house? Yeah. She has gone. You will actually pay. It's only that maybe instead of 25 years, we'll say 24. <laughs> hey. Today I am preaching to you about the danger of fornication. It has messed up our society, I tell you. Hey, but you should know many of you do you not have stepsister, stepbrother and stepstep? What do you think they are? You yourself, maybe you are one of the steps. Have you not seen the difficulty it has brought? It was not God's intention. It wasn't. I don't mind what's happening out in the world, but if you are here this afternoon and you are listening to me, I want you to promise yourself it's not going to happen again. And mean it. For it not to happen again, some of you have to end that illicit relationship. Oh, mommy, it's not like that. Oh, he really loves me. Oh, please. All I've said that you don't believe it. Let me tell you something. You are just another portal. Hmm. Are you here? You're just another young lady. He doesn't really mind which one. Oh, he really loves me. Oh, please. Oh, please. Oh, that girl, I'll marry her. It's not true. It's not likely. I want you to make up your mind. I'm going to stay clear. I'm going to stay clean. I'm going to just deal with this thing once and for all. I'm not going. I didn't know. Now I know. I'm not going that way. I thank God you found out before too late. And I want you to make up your mind so that you don't end up this way. Many of the problems in the marriages, he comes deficient without some things. And she comes carrying things she shouldn't have been carrying. Then they are in the house. Ah, look at your house. You have not seen the war zone inside there. You see, I have made your face innocent, like, oh, me, my house. <laughs> hey. But I thank God at the end of all of this that Jesus stands firm. The Bible says he came because he loved us. God sent him because he loved us. He goes on to say in John 3, 17 that he came not to condemn the world but that by him we will be saved. If only you will really and truly give him your life and if only you will really and truly decide to live by what his word says, you'll be okay. And this afternoon I want you to stand to your feet and I want you to pray. I know it's been some tough stuff that's been said here and one has touched on some very, very painful things. But I want you to bend down your head this afternoon and talk to God about it. If you are depressed, I want you to stand there and say, you foul spirit, get out of my life in Jesus' name. I didn't know you were a spirit. I thought I had reason to be down. I thought I have reasons to want to kill myself. I beg you, oh, it takes far more strength and courage and everything to kill yourself than to live. You should know that it's a demon that's talking to you. And this afternoon, I want you to make it up with God and decide that you're not going that way. Some of you need to make up your mind that after this, she's getting a text. It's over. He's getting a text. No more. Go your way. I go my way. And God will keep us all. Talk to the Lord for a few minutes. Ask him to clear up your life this afternoon. Talk to him. 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 Talk to the Lord for a few minutes. We've gone a little bit over time, but commit your way to him. You didn't know that this was the consequence. Decide to step down from there now and never go back that way. Ask him for the strength because it's going to take some inner strength to stay. 
it's going to take some inner strength to stay. Talk to the Lord. Shama sondele brashindaya. Brandala masoke tandala babanda. Your heart is still broken from what has happened in the past. May the Lord heal you this afternoon in the name of Jesus. May you have strength to stand again. Young man, somebody seduced you. Today, stand before the Lord and ask him to wash you clean. And to remove from your mind and your spirit everything that was left. Young lady, you were just playing. You didn't know it was going to go that way. Up to now, you feel like someone took advantage of you. Talk to the Lord. You have stood under the shower and scrubbed and scrubbed and scrubbed yourself. Trying to clean yourself from what has wounded you. I see your tears and he sees them. Ask him. Ask him to help you to forget and to move on. the start of the song just continue to pray for a few minutes but can you excuse that from the song where the song begins i just need to do something before i talk just continue to pray for yourself the lord is healing some people this afternoon i know it sounds kind of funny because of the way we've been but i want to pray first let us pray Okay, or, just turn it up a you bit. You know what? Let me As the music is playing, maybe this is your story, and I pray oh that you God. find healing in it. Help me, please help me. Talk to the Lord. I Listen. want to serve you. I really do. I want to follow you. If you're please one of the older people, me. just pray along with us please for the younger give me ones. The Holy Spirit. That the Lord I will know deliver that them. Only you can make me strong. Today I have to do what is right because I don't want to fall into this mess again. Continue the to pray. The hours come and the seed must fall into the ground the hour and has die. Come. I know you have made me strong enough to do this. I love you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord.
and every eye is closed you are here this afternoon and you're going to have to break up something in order to live clean put your hand on your heart I'm going to pray for you just where you're standing you're going to have to break up something break up with somebody end something I want to pray that God will meet you where you are that the grace of God will deliver you I'm going to ask that the mercy of God will help you Father I lift your children before you each one whose hand is on their heart. Father, they've gone in places where they shouldn't have gone, done what they shouldn't do, with whom they shouldn't have been. Some knew, some didn't know. But I pray that regardless, your mercy and your grace will find them exactly where they are. I ask you for forgiveness. I ask you to wash us in the blood of Jesus. I pray, Lord, that every deposit that has been left will be cleared out now in Jesus' name. I pray that every part of a person that is left glued to another person, every loss, everything that is stuck there that should not be there, by the power of the hand of Jesus, let it be removed now in Jesus' name. Father, I pray, heal what must be healed. Heal broken hearts. Heal broken lives. Heal broken minds, oh God. Every spirit of depression is rebuked from here in Jesus' name. Let your children be whole. Let your children be healthy. Help them, oh God. May they be overcomers. Help us to flee fornication and never go down that path again. Every relationship that we must break out of. Father, I pronounce it broken now in Jesus' name. I ask for the grace to let it come to pass in reality. In Jesus' name. Amen. And as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, maybe you are here, you've not given your life to Jesus. And to, until you give your life to him, you're not going to win this battle. But you're here saying, I want Jesus. I need Jesus. Lift up your hand. I'm going to pray with you. Lift it up. God bless you. I see the lifted up hands all over the hall. Where you, wherever you are, just step out of there and come to me, please. Come directly. Just come and stand here. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. Step out and come. Just come help them to arrange you here. We're going to pray this prayer. It's the best prayer ever. The angels are rejoicing today because of you. Just come. Just come. 
Just come. God bless you. God bless you. I saw more hands at the back to the side here. Just come. Don't think about your friend, whether they are laughing, making faces. They don't matter at all. The person who matters is God. Just come. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Somebody, your heart is beating like that. The Lord is showing you that all is not well. He's calling you. He's calling you. Step out and come. Step out and come. If you're in front here, I want you to pray this prayer after me. Thank you. You want to say, Lord Jesus. I don't know. There are some two people. I'm just waiting for you. God bless you. Come. Come. I'm just waiting. I just feel that you're struggling to step out. Just come. God bless you. Just come. God bless you. Just come. Jesus is waiting for you. Just come. Hallelujah. There's more than enough room at the cross for you. His heart is ever ready for you. God bless you. God bless you. You're saying, I wish I had the courage to do that. Do it. Just come. Just come. From today, their lives are changed. Jesus is coming in. You want to pray. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, from today, you are my savior and you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. We believe that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on Facebook, Dr. Joy Philippe Bruce, and on Instagram and Twitter at FLIOGSA. God richly bless you. That's what I